0: Got your Bible, Matthew, the 27th chapter. Again, reading in the 50th verse. Amen. Thank God. Praise God. The kids are already amen in me and I ain't even started yet. Amen. Hope y'all can follow their lead. Don't go to sleep on me. Just... Amen. Praise the Lord. One time I was. I'd always preached with a lot of pride. I said, you will not go to sleep with me preaching. And one day this guy sat on the front row and went completely sound asleep. I think on an Easter Sunday morning. Since then I haven't said that anymore. Amen. Praise God. The 50th verse. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil, everybody say the veil. The veil of the temple was rent in twain. Rent in the Bible is not what you pay your landlord every month. It means to be torn or to rip. Twain is not an author that writes books. Twain means two. The veil of the temple was ripped in two from the top to the bottom and the earth did quake and the rocks rent the rocks came apart amen telling you it was a great day it looked sad it looked gloomy but it was a great day amen I want to preach for just a little while if you want in you can get in if you want in you can get in And set your Bibles down and lift your hands to the Lord. I need some people to cry out to Jesus right now. Hallelujah. God, we need your help in this place. We need your strength in this house tonight, God. I want you to speak to every heart, every life. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Come on, why don't you join up with somebody? We need a Holy Ghost breakthrough tonight. Shada da 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 Don't you clap your hands to the Lord together now? Amen. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Man, thank you for standing. You can be seated. I'm going to preach simply from this fact: if you want in, everybody say, if you want in, you can get in. Amen. Obviously, what I'm going to preach about tonight is that you got to have a want to. Amen. You know what is missing in churches today is a is a want to amen if you want to you can get whatever you want you can get as deep in God as you want to amen praise God the veil historians tell us and smart people tell us that the veil was somewhere between 3 and 5 inches thick And this veil separated the holy place from the most holy place or the holy of holies is what I like to call it. And it was a divider between what would be just this is what I would call it the holy place would be like walking into church. But the most holy place is when you break into that place where nobody else is. I think you know what I'm talking about tonight. Uh, There's a difference between walking through that door and sitting down and enjoying the songs and the preaching and the singing and the Bible reading and all that. But it's totally different to get on the other side of the veil. When you get on the other side of the veil, you're all by yourself then. It's an experience that I can't explain other than it's real, real, real good. And it makes you forget about everything that's going on around you. It makes you forget about everything in the world. It makes you forget about the carnal and the simple. I thank God for the moments of my life uh, that I got on the other side. Amen. My desire tonight is that we would all get on the other side of the veil. Amen. And we have to call people to carry you out and take you home and designated drivers. Praise God. When I was growing up, we had designated drivers. Amen. Not because we were at the honky tonk, but because we were at the church house. And people came with a purpose. I'm telling you, people went to church to get something from God. God, let us get hungry for the real. Praise God, don't get hung up on spending your time around the altar and hanging around the labor and hanging around the gossip hall and hanging around your friends and talking about the weather and talking about politics and all these things, uh, those things cannot go on the other side of the veil. Politics cannot enter in uh, to the other side of the veil. Uh, Amen. There's only one thing that happens uh, when you get on the other side of the veil. The glory of God falls down. And when the glory falls... I said, when the glory falls. Oh, I'm telling you, everything else becomes minimal. Amen. God help us. Amen. Praise God. Boy, I feel like preaching. Amen. I, 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 I thank God for 2021. Amen. But I thank God for 1980s and the 1990s when people were praying their hearts out. Oh. Hilabah shatalaba. Amen. When they rebuilt the temple I'm just going I'm just going to pour my heart out for a little while. Hey Amen. When they rebuilt the temple all the young people were saying wow look at the temple. But all the old men who had seen the old temple of Solomon in all of its splendor You know what they were doing? They were crying. They were thinking these young people ain't ever gonna get to see it like we saw it. Hey, I'm gonna preach to the old people and I'm gonna preach to the young people. We cannot let go of the glorious. We cannot let go of the power. We cannot substitute the anointing of God I love talent, uh, but it don't compare to the anointing. Uh, I love great sermons, uh, but it don't compare uh, to the anointed word uh, of God. Uh, I love people bouncing up and down. I love people jumping up and down. Uh, Amen. The Bible said leap for joy. uh, I love it when people leap for joy. Uh, but there's a difference between jumping up and down uh, and the power of God on you uh, and you can't sit still. Uh, and you just got to you got to move uh, in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you there's a difference. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord together. <laughs> Man, once a year, the high priest would lay aside his priestly garments and put on linen pieces of clothing. Praise God. Praise God. He would set aside his everyday garments and he would put on linen garments because he was going into the holy place. Praise God. You know, I feel like there is a problem in church is that people can't put the world down long enough. You may not like this. It's going to be good for you. We need to put our careers down long enough that when you walk through them doors, you need a change of clothes. You need a change of mindset When you walk through those doors uh, you need to be thinking I got holiness around me. Hey, there's some things you need to learn how to set aside uh, when it's time to walk in. Well, I'm going to preach a while. He would put his garments down, put on linen garments and he would go into the Holy of Holies and he would have Fire, everybody say fire. Fire. He would have fire from off the altar. He would have incense and he would have blood. The fire or the coals were from the animal sacrifice and he would take the incense and he would put it upon the fire which made smoke and sweet fragrance and he would sprinkle the blood. Praise God. There's some people that teach, I've heard preachers teach this, I've heard Hebrew theologians teach this, that the high priest would wait by the veil, that he would do everything that he needed to do and then he would wait by the veil because there was not a door that was cut in the veil. Praise God. I read, I'm, I'm not preaching this as a Bible doctrine because I don't know 100% sure but I've read the blueprints of the tabernacle and the veil was, did not have a slit in it anywhere didn't have a cut in it anywhere it was fastened to four different poles and it separated the holy place the church house from the presence of God and there was a uh, protocol that the high priest would go through. He would uh, offer up the, uh, the sacrifice. He would wash. He would take the incense. He would put the linen garments on. And many people believed that after he had done everything, he would stand there and God would move him from one side of the veil to the other side of the veil. I'm not going to tell you 100% sure there ain't a door there but I am going to tell you there's no way he got on the ground with them linen garments with a handful of a cup of blood in here and incense in this hand and coals of fire and get on his belly and crawl up underneath that defeats the purpose of putting on clean clothes. I'm not telling you there wasn't a door there, but this is what I am going to tell you, that God is in control of who gets to go on the other side. You can't make him let you in. You can't demand for him to let you in. You got to do what you're supposed to do, and you, you got to get what you're supposed to Come on, help me right now. Come on, the devil don't want me to preach this. uh, But there is a formula for you getting on the other side. You may say, why why does one person get a breakthrough and the other person don't get a breakthrough? I'm going to tell you why. Because God let one in. And God is no respecter of persons. Why does this one always seem to get a great blessing? Well, maybe you ought to interview that person. Instead of gossiping about them, why don't you interview them? Why don't you say, tell me what your secret is. Uh, you know what you're going to find out? They got their mind on Jesus. Uh, I feel enough Holy Ghost in this place right now that we're going to all get to walk through the veil. I be yadabahata, Aaron had two sons, Nadab and Abihu that were killed by God for taking fire off of the altar and putting incense on the fire but the Bible called it strange fire. What was it? Was it their life? Were they out of order? Was it the wrong day? Was it the wrong place? I don't know. But I can tell you God is in control of who gets on the other side. Oh. You need to quit listening to the pope and start opening this book right here. The pope can't help you get anywhere. The president of the Southern Baptist can't get you anywhere. The Arkansas district uh, can't help you get anywhere. It's God that lets you in. It's God that looks down at your sacrifice. Come on, help me pray right now. Praise God. Why would the high priest be let in? And Nadab and Abihu be struck down. Let me tell you, you can't get in the wrong way. I said you can't get in this the wrong way. I've had people say, man, will you just help me? Well, you just help me get a breakthrough? I'm helping you get a breakthrough right now. By preaching the gospel to you. That God is in control. And when you get all this stuff in the outer court taken care of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well I can't, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'm just going to preach a while. Hey Amen. This practice continued for thousands of years. Until the day that Jesus is hanging on the cross in Jerusalem. The Bible says that at noon or the sixth hour there was darkness across all the land for three hours. And at three hours at at three o'clock in the afternoon at that point imagine it was the time of the evening sacrifice in the temple. And Jesus gives up the ghost at three o'clock which is the appointed time of the sacrifice. Amen. Do you think God is in control or not in control? Amen. Do you think God was trying to show the people? We're not going to do it like that anymore. Uh, The one up at Calvary's hill uh, is the sacrifice. And immediately when he gave up the ghost, Amen. the Bible said that the veil of the temple was ripped in two from the top to the bottom. The veil was only there for one person to get to go into. The high priest was the only one allowed to go on the other side of the veil. But when Jesus gave up the ghost, immediately the veil ripped from the top to the bottom. It was torn from the top to the bottom. Immediately, uh, Amen. Immediately, uh, uh, my culture was given the opportunity uh, to walk into the place uh, where the... Immediately, uh, my family uh, was given the opportunity uh, to walk into the Holy uh, of Holies. My people uh, were given the opportunity uh, immediately uh, to obtain salvation. Everybody say it was an opportunity. Let me tell you something. Today, we are not living in the Old Testament anymore. We're not living in the day of the veil anymore. If you want to get into where God's presence is, you can get in. I said, if you want to get in, you can get in. Uh, i got to preach to the church. Let me tell you what did not happen at 3 o'clock. The veil did rip in two. But let me tell you what did not happen. The altar was not thrown out into the street. The labor of water was not tipped over. The altar of incense was not thrown away. People look at the veil and say, oh, goody, I I get to go in. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost and I feel the enemy at the same time. Who gets to go in changed immediately. But how you go in never changed. Who gets to go in was opened up to me and you. But how to go in will always be the same. Well, you may not like this preaching. You need to pray about it though. This is the message God gave me to preach If you want to get through to the Holy of Holies, you still got to walk past the altar. You can't go in until you've gone into the altar. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Until you put your old rotten flesh on this altar and mortify the deeds of the body, you will never get to walk through the veil. Why do you preach repentance? Because I want you to get on the other side and experience the Shekinah glory of God. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's the charismatics that preach you can bypass the altar and walk right into the presence of God. What a phony! What a fake! That's why they got light shows and smoke shows. Oh, yeah. And entertainers that'll sing the best song you've ever heard and tell the funniest jokes you've ever heard. Amen. But guess what? Nobody gets to go through the veil. If we're not going to get into the presence of God, we might as well go fishing. We might as well go by an island somewhere and just deer hunt together. But if we're going to come to church, you're coming to church, you're dressing up. how do do I know when I pray long enough on the altar something will catch on fire how how do you know when you pray long enough you're going to feel some fire if there ain't no fire it ain't going to do you no good to keep on if you ain't felt no fire Amen. You know what? When I got the Holy Ghost, I made up my mind that I was just going to be a new person. Amen. That's right. You know, that's what repentance is. you got to turn. People don't want to turn, but you got to turn to get through the veil. You, you... And that's why I hate to preach about George so much. I hate preaching about George because he may not mean anything to you. That may not have been your problem. But I love listening to George. We would get sad together. (laughs) Cry together. Get discouraged together. (laughs) Praise God. I mean, I'm glad I got rid of George when I did. Still got my wife. Praise God! Hey, that might not have been nothing to you. Yours might have been a bottle this tall. Yeah, come on! Yours might have been a computer screen this big, or one this big. Yours may just be a dirty, rotten old attitude. What was I preaching about anyway? That's right. You can get in if you want in. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm telling you, repentance feels so good. It sounds terrible. You need to roll down your window. Y'all know nothing about this. But when I was repenting, it was like this. You rolled down the window. You didn't zzz. It was work repenting when I repenting. Roll down the window, take the Copenhagen and take George and his other cousin George and his other cousin and his other brother and keep chunking on him. Oh yeah. Then I took the sports page and did the same thing. Called the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, told them, don't ever bring me another newspaper. They said, Well, we hate to lose you, Mr. Moats. What can we do to keep your business? Well, if you'll pull the sports page out of it, I'll let you put the paper in my box. Oh, well, we can't do that. We've got advertisers and everything. We'll cancel it then. You say, well, that's kind of, don't you think that's overboard? <laughs> if you could walk through the veil with me one time. <laughs> I'm not talking about a little doodad here or a, a little jerk there or, or a I feel good here or there. I'm talking about getting knocked out in the spirit. I'm talking about what you... I pray to God we haven't lost it. Praise God. Help me preach God. How to get in has never changed. Who gets in is the only thing that has changed. Praise God. Now if you're from the tribe of Levi and the family of the Kohathites I'm not talking to you right now. (laughs) You're supposed to laugh right there. But if your daddy wasn't a Kohathite I'm talking to you right now. I've been doing some ancestry research and one of my cousins, he said, we're Vikings and we destroyed and pillaged and killed people for money. And So my dad's side and my mama's side, we were wild Indians. I thought, what a great, wonderful combination. <laughs> Praise God. You know, we all are, we're a bunch of Gentiles. Did you know when the priest walked in every year and poured out the blood of atonement, it wasn't for your sins. It wasn't for your people. It wasn't for my family. It was for a little bitty group of individuals. But when that veil ripped from top to bottom, When it opened up and the Ark of the Covenant was exposed. That was for you and it was for me. And I don't know about you, but I want to take advantage of every opportunity that God would give me. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Alamakoranda la bahasi anda dedi diamoshat alabah idamalamu salamah. Come on, help me pray for one moment right now. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. You know what incense represents? It represents prayer and praise. But this incense was dry, it was a dry ingredient. If you take a dry ingredient and you put it on cold wood, guess what happens? nothing yeah. Yeah. praise you ila ma ushta lama ila ma without an altar the best praise teams in the world Ain't going to do nothing for you. Well, that, that's why I don't want to be known as the praise team church. I don't want to be known as the program church. I want to be known as the church that gets through the veil. I want to be known as the church, the people who know how to get on the altar before church ever starts. You need to get on the altar and let some coals start burning. Let some coals. Hey, the people that say church ain't like it used to be are the same ones that don't ever show up for prayer. church is better to me today than it's ever been. Well, it just seems like it ain't happening like it used to happen. Uh, why don't you come to prayer meeting with me? Ten people believe what I'm saying right now. Hey, I'm trying to to you how we're going to change our city how you're going to change your family we got to do it right well please 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 pray amen I know some people can't get here early I'm thankful you're here but if you can get here early You need to be getting the fire started. I'm not talking about a gossip fire and an arguing fire. Well, praise God. I'm not really interested in every song being perfect. It don't bother me if somebody comes in ahead of the music or behind the music. I don't care if they're all parts because I wouldn't know anyway. I don't I don't care if the drummers off beat with the bass player. You know what I care about? Are they anointed or not? Do they got the anointing? have they been praying all day or practicing all day? I'd rather have you praying all day. Come on. Come on, help me praise God right now. Come on, somebody help me build a fire right now. I feel like it's time to quit preaching and start building a fire. If somebody help me build a fire right now, we're going to get through the veil in a minute. He start moving around. We're going to build a fire uh, and we're going to have an old-fashioned uh, walk-through-the-veil service. Uh, we're going to have a service uh, where people walk out healed. Uh, their minds are healed. Uh, their bodies are healed. Uh, their spirits are healed. Come on, plead the blood of Calvary right now. Come on. Come on. Begin to build a fire right now. Come on. Don't look around you. Just start crying out to God with all your heart. Come on, why don't you start surrendering some things? Why don't you start repenting of some things? Come on, come on, as many as can come around the front. Come on, we're going to build a fire right down here. Halaba Then we're going to pour the praise on the fire. How? Oh. Ya ya la 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 la. Shandala baba baba. Shandala baba baba. Shandala ba, ba. Shandala baba Come on,